It goes without saying that food delivery apps and services have transformed society. With more people ordering takeaways online, major franchises and restaurateurs have seized the opportunity to not only provide ease of convenience, but a whole new way of dining. That said, some restaurants have called on consumers to avoid using such platforms, citing high commissions imposed by food delivery providers. FMT takes a closer look as to whether their concerns bear merit and to give viewers a glimpse into an industry that has grown by leaps and bounds. When the movement control order was first announced last year, Dasoni Tuzan, the owner of Charlie's Cafe and Bakery, was worried. He knew a lack of traffic could mean his restaurant could fold up. Tucked away in a small corner of Tamandesa, 90% of his business used to be from dine-in customers. Even though he was a grab merchant, he was afraid it was not enough to sustain his business. Um, when we started three years ago, I, I used the word, I was reluctantly trying out, yeah, trying out. And as the time goes, we improve, we learn, we, we, we did have some setback, we struggle. But I think after three years, we are so happy that we have somehow built, yeah, built some form of followers, um, able to serve our customers in this platform. Now, the Sabahan sees such platforms as virtual malls where food and beverage operators like him pay a fee in exchange for visibility and access to a wider market, allowing them to appear on these apps next to larger brands which have a nationwide presence. Uh, this platform is very interesting. Um, if you understand how they work, how they reach out, how they gather customers. He said during the MCO, he even had customers ordering from as far as Puchong, Wangsamaju and Gomba. These are the people that even I think um, during non-MCO days, we are not able to serve our chicken shop to them, you know. Leong Shermain, co-founder of Penang's first online food ordering and delivery company, Deliver Eat, understands the challenges faced by independent business owners to stand on their own. According to her, the commission rates that were deemed too high for some are justifiable, as it would be too expensive for an independent food operator to operate on their own. The startup cost itself to, in order to start a fleet, to start um, order taking system, to have uh, online presence, to do your marketing, to have someone to actually manage all these things would certainly cost more than 35% for someone to do independently. Leong pointed out that for an independent operator to operate on their own, they would need to incur all these setup costs without actually knowing how much sales they would be making, which makes for a risky proposition. So I guess we are giving like convenience, not only from for the customer's perspective, but also for the restaurant's perspective, that they can now truly focus on what they do best, which mm. is to prepare great food. Recently, FMT spoke to Economic Action Council Executive Director Noor Aslan Ghazali, who said that people should understand that food delivery platform operators take risks by investing their time and money in setting up such ventures, and how these ventures bring value to the economy. I think most important thing is that we must accept and understand that uh, people who are providing services, like in this case the platform owners, they are in the business venture, right? I mean, uh, they are basically there, I mean, uh, trying to offer uh, specific services 
that has a value uh, from the perspective of the economy as a whole. However, he said it is crucial that these platforms should charge fairly, stressing that there should be no instances of abusive pricing. The idea is that what, uh, from the economic perspective, what we want to make sure is that uh, they are fairly rewarded. Uh, it cannot be excessively, I mean, beyond the amount, uh, the risk that they are taking, right? And it has to be fair. I mean, this is the concept of fair pricing that we need to promote. For Dasani, he understands that the platforms are going out of their way in order to ensure there is fair pricing throughout that benefits not only the merchants, but also the delivery riders. If I understand correctly, I speak to a lot of riders for the last three years. Uh, their fees is between five ringgit, six ringgit, up to 15 ringgit, depends on distance. So whatever sometimes we see in the apps, two ringgit or three ringgit, they don't get that amount. It will be taken from the 30% from the merchant to merge inside customer delivery fee and put together and pay. Aslan also believes that these platforms are not just here to make a quick profit, but rather to enhance the industry through continual innovation and improvements. At the moment, I mean, there, there are still uh, so-called gaps uh, and, 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 and to me, vacuums that need to, that can be filled by, 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 by the new pro platform provider. So, so it, the, the good thing is that it creates an uh, incentive for innovation, for improvement and so on. Acknowledging that it is more of a mutually beneficial relationship, Leong laments on how it is a two-way street for both these platforms and the merchant partners. I think at the end of the day, I think it's it should be, um, uh, you know, we are just helping out each other. It's not like we are, you know, killing each other by taking each other's commission or what but we need to coexist in order to support each other um, each other like we need the merchants as much uh, to grow as they need us in order to grow as well so it should be a very good codependent kind of mm. relationship